Hello, buds, and welcome to the Adult Cannabis Enthusiast Podcast. My name's Joel, and I'm a 25-year cannabis consumer, and I'll be your host as we explore the world of cannabis, pop culture, and everything in between. For episode 68 of the podcast, I had actually originally intended to have an industry interview that I wanted to present to you guys. Unfortunately, those plans actually got scuttled due to some technical issues, so I've had to reschedule that industry interview for later into May. So that one's going to be coming down in the pipeline in the future. I'm really excited for that one. It's someone who's got some legacy ties and they're reasonably well respected within the industry. So I'm, I'm looking forward to having that conversation and sharing that out there with everybody. But since that kind of fell through, I ended up deciding to take a couple of weeks off from the show. Actually, we've been recording this podcast pretty well every week for over a year and a half now and since i've kind of moved into taking the show on 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 my own i felt like i could kind of use a break i'm not sure about everybody else out there but between work stress pandemic stress stress trying to do this podcast and uh, in the middle of figuring out a move at the same time i've kind of got a lot going on so it just felt like a good time to kind of pump the brakes up so uh, in the meantime i hope everybody had a really awesome 420 i definitely took advantage of some of the sales that were out there that day 420 seems like it's kind of taken a different tone in Canada since legalization has occurred. We still got a lot of work to do and ways that we can improve our legal system. So I don't think all the work's been done yet. It's really a good idea to keep some of those activist ideas top of mind and working towards improving our situation rather than kind of resting on our laurels now that we have legalization. As I'm sure the fake legalization crowd will chime in on, we're not there yet. We have a lot of ways that we can improve things and We just got to put in the work to get it done. And I think 420 is always a good time to kind of reflect on that and think about where we've come from and where we're going. So while I had hoped to kind of put out some fun content for 420, didn't actually end up working out. In the meantime, though, I have gotten my hands on Twitter spaces, which is kind of cool. If you're not familiar with that, basically, it's kind of like an audio conversation that you can set up right within Twitter, open up a room, set up people with a microphone, up to 10 different people can speak at a time, and a bunch of people can hang out and listen. So I kind of wanted to test it out and see what it would be like, because to me, it would be like a more fun way of doing this podcast, right? I can talk to people directly, we can have some back and forth, Uh, maybe some industry people will pop in and it could be interesting like that. And in my mind, I was thinking about doing this around 420, because usually 420, long time smokers will typically try to hit that mark if they can, uh, if they can squeeze in their session at that time. So if you happen to be sessioning at 420, in my mind, I was thinking, why not throw up one of these space sessions so that people can typically have a conversation, smoke a bowl, see how they're doing, see what's going on. Because when you're having a bowl, I don't know about you, but I'm frequently kind of scrolling my phone, looking through my social media and seeing what's up. And if we have the opportunity to shoot the shit while we're all socially distanced and don't have the opportunity to hang out with each other, it seems like a kind of a cool way to connect people in the community. So I did manage to do that. And my good buddy Jasper from the Leaf Debrief podcast popped in with me. And we had a whole bunch of people kind of come on, a bunch of folks in the community, a few folks who I've interacted with that listened to the show. And it was really kind of cool to have conversations with people and hear some voices from from some folks I've been interacting with for a while. So uh, overall, it was a lot of fun. Dr. Earl Oliver even popped in and gave us a little bit of inside info on some of the things that have been going on with him and some stuff that happens in the industry. So uh, if you happen to see the Twitter spaces open, you're on Twitter around 420, check up in your fleets. If you see a, a purple thing up there with me in there, why don't you hop on? We'll shoot the breeze, smoke a bowl and have a good time. 
that offer is always open if I've got that Twitter space. I'd love to hear from just about anybody in the community. So I want to see about doing that around 420. I don't have a real schedule or idea or plan for that specifically yet, but that's kind of what I'm thinking about doing. So I mentioned the 420 sales that have been going on. That seems to be kind of like the new thing, right? 420 is almost kind of like a Black Friday for cannabis consumers in a lot of senses even though we still get deals on Black Friday too from some places. But uh, it was kind of cool to know that there were going to be some deals uh, around. I was actively looking to purchase and I've been waiting to make some purchases because as I've mentioned on the show before, I recently renewed my prescription and I wanted to make sure that I could take advantage of some of those first time discounts and see what was coming down the pipe for 420 because it was so soon. So uh, I put in some orders with uh, Shelter Market, of course, JC Medicinal, I got some stuff from Tantalus Labs as well as Green Tech, which is GTEC's medical wing. So uh, a bunch of things came in from all of those different places, varying discounts at different spots. Uh, the biggest one that I had was from JC Medicinal, and they were 35% off. So uh, I reached in and grabbed a few things from them. And actually, one of the ones that I'm going to be doing the review on today did come from JC Medicinal, and that is their lemon cheese. Uh, they do have a couple offerings of lemon cheese, and this is the first one. It looks like they're doing a bit of a, a phenotype comparison and uh, seeing what people like more and, and they may run with that on the rec market depending on what people like. But uh, the lemon cheese, the first iteration is what I picked up and that's what we'll be having a conversation about today. In addition, I did pick some stuff up from Canmart and that is really one of the basis for why I wanted to record something for today because I've made the decision to walk away from Canmart because of this purchase situation. Now you guys have heard me talk about on this show numerous times about how if I have an issue with some bad cannabis, like it's old, it's shitty cannabis, it's dry, it's no good, I don't like it, I typically don't mention it on the show. I don't want to have a conversation about something that I don't like and I don't like to use my platform as a way to complain or a way to air my grievances or a way to kind of get something from anybody in the industry. I don't give a shit about any of that. But I do have a really big beef with how my interaction went with Canmart and their general policy and response to pricing. I've been a medical cannabis consumer since the early fall of 2020 and Canmart was one of the first providers that I moved my prescription over to. Over the time that I've been with them, I've generally been pretty happy. I've spoken very highly of them and I've gotten a few cultivars from them for the first time that I've really enjoyed, like the Ogen Gas Berries and the Orange Bud from Apothecary Botanicals, which is kind of what drew me to my issue here. So the, the Orange Bud from Apothecary Botanicals that they have has been aging and they've been slowly kind of discounting the price on it. And on 420, Canmart actually had a 420 sale throughout the most of the month, uh, and they just kind of increased the deals as they went along. But on 420 itself, they discounted a full ounce of this orange bud for just over 70 bucks. Uh, and it's one that I've been enjoying for a while. Um, it had been discounted for a bit. I think an ounce was floating around 85 bucks or something like that for a while at the time. And I just thought, oh, okay, I'm getting all this other deal cannabis. Why not get an ounce of this orange bud? I know it's a little bit old, but the flavors still pop. Uh, I quite enjoy the uh, effects of that one. So it'd be nice to kind of have a bunch around to consume with. So I put my order in. And then within a couple hours, the price was actually discounted to $34. $34 an ounce. 
So it, it was pretty clear that they had kind of reached near the end and they just kind of wanted to blow out the last bit of it. But I had literally just put my order in an hour before and now it was going to be sold at half the price that I paid for it. So after recognizing this, I reached out to Canmart because I thought this is kind of messed up, right? Realistically, I should be able to kind of like cancel my order in the meantime because they hadn't shipped it yet. They had sent me an email saying they had, but they hadn't. They just kind of sent something to Canada Post to indicate that they wanted to ship something. So I think it's kind of bullshit that they were going to just kind of fly off and give me the full price of 70 bucks rather than the discounted price of 34. So I emailed Canmart cordially just being like, Hey guys, I noticed that the price changed about an hour after I purchased this. Is there any way that I can have that $34 price considering that it was only an hour from when I purchased it? I did get a friendly response from a customer service representative for Canmart. I'm not going to name them because I don't think that's really fair. They reiterated to me that their policy is not to price match. So unfortunately they can't do anything for me and sorry for the inconvenience. I don't have any problem with the person responding to me because they're a customer service worker whose job it is to reiterate a policy that their organization has. So I get it. I'm not going to kind of tear a strip off of somebody for that. That seems weak. I also know most customer service places will placate you if you raise a stink. If you make a big scene, you make a lot of noise. I worked in retail a long time ago, but I, I... earned my stripes working in shitty jobs. And I know that people will do something if you're the squeaky wheel. I decided not to do that here. We're talking about medical cannabis and patients who are advocating for themselves for pricing. I shouldn't have to go after someone, some poor customer service agent with the wrath of my rage and anger because they're refusing to help me out when all they have to do is make that first step and have a good policy. So while I've said that I don't wanna be here and complain and use my platform to kind of throw shade, I had a bit of a conversation on Twitter with a few folks about that. So a shout out to Surly Semantics for helping me kind of put this into perspective in that it's not really shade if it's factual. I'm not here trying to like say Canmart's the worst or everything's awful or everything's shit from them. But this really kind of soured me on my position and it made me kind of feel like, look, I've been a customer with you guys for about seven months and I've spent a considerable amount of money on cannabis and cannabis accessories. I even bought my Shatterizer via Canmart. So the least that that they could do was make a little bit of a consideration and offer me the price that was there an hour after I made my purchase. Now, maybe that's on me. And if you guys want to kind of chime in and say, hey, Joel, you're way off on this. Like maybe you just got to suck it up. You bought it at that price. Shit happens. Deal with it. And that's kind of like, I'm generally landing in that spot anyway, but I feel like we're talking about medicine here and there needs to be some additional considerations made. And if you're just going to be a shitty company and and treat your patients like that, then fuck you. You're not getting any more of my money. And Surly Semantics was just really kind of saying, you know, if you had an experience that you don't want other people to have, then you should share that. And that really kind of pushed my motivation to want to do that. And I wanted to present this in kind of a, a, a calm way because I, I was originally pretty pissed off about it. And again, the, the person dealing with me was polite and kind and just reiterated their policy, but their policy is bullshit. You shouldn't do that to patients or you shouldn't do that to a client who is loyal. I've big up Canmart on this show numerous times. Not that I, I do that for any kind of expectation, but you got to be treating people the right way. And I didn't feel like I was treated the right way in this instance. So I haven't moved my prescription yet. 
In the meantime, they're not getting any of my dollars. I got to find somewhere else that I want to move it to because I've got a lot of options on the table right now. But ultimately, I'm not going to be purchasing from Canmart again because of this. It's not the only thing. Their pricing has been a bit fucky for a while. Like they're charging 52 bucks for an eighth of GTEC watermelon mojito Skittles. You guys are fucking crazy for doing that. So for the record, a lot of their product has tended to be a bit old, a bit drier. They do throw in a Boveda, but there's limitations. And I originally went to them for the variety. That variety has been dwindling. And quite frankly, there's better options available out there. So all in all, I think whatever I would have spent at Canmart is probably better spent with the variety that's available on Shelter Market. I may be paying a little bit more, but at least I know that I'm dealing with people who give a fuck about patients. And I'm also going to be getting some decent quality cannabis that isn't shitty and old. So Canmart, as far as I'm concerned, you can go fuck yourself and keep the last of my dollars. I hope you enjoy that extra 35 bucks rather than whatever else you would have earned from me in the meantime. So on a more positive note, I do want to get in a quick review of one of the new cultivars that I've been sampling from JC Medicinal. So prior to this medical order that I put through JC Medicinal, their uh, their rec market company name is JC Green. I've only actually ever tried one cultivar from them in the past and that was their cherry bomb and uh, I did pick that up again actually because of the 35% discount if I, why the fuck not um, but I wasn't like super enthused with it but I've always found that some of those cherry cultivars haven't really done it for me with the exception of the two that North 40 puts out and that uh, organic craft cherry punch outside of that Cherry cultivars haven't really been kind of hitting the mark for me, and that cherry bomb didn't overly impress me, though I know a lot of people love it. Uh, a lot of folks on Twitter I see big upping it. So if uh, you want to check that out, see what people are saying about it. But for me, it didn't kind of blow me away. I'm going to get a little more acquainted with it to see if my opinions changed. But there were a few options that they had on their medical site that were intriguing to me. So that cherry bomb was there, and I also grabbed some bubble hash uh, of that cherry bomb. They had some crown, which is a blueberry kush, I haven't looked into that one too, too much yet. And the final offering that I picked up is a lemon cheese that JC Medicinal is putting out. And that was one that was really interesting to me because I do like the cheesy flavors and I do like the lemony flavors. So combining those two things seem really good for me. And quite frankly, I haven't found a really good lemony cultivar on the medical side. When I was perching recreationally, I did try a couple super lemon haze options and, uh, None of them really kind of did it for me overall. I mean, like I, I like super lemon haze as a cultivar, but none of them were really kind of really going well and hitting all the marks that you'd kind of enjoy. This one, definitely an enjoyable offering. I got pretty lucky in terms of the packaging date. It was packaged in March of 2021. So uh, just over a month since this stuff has been put into the Mylar bags. Uh, of course, I picked it out and threw it into some glass, but it really uh, jumped out at me right away when I opened this one. So it, it does have that kind of strong citrusy and piney mix of like that lemony. I think that's that's the best way I can describe it as being lemony. Citrus and pine is if you're maybe trying to pick out individual scents but you're kind of getting a mishmash of everything, right? When you take a big breathe in and like you breathe in the start and you, you smell some stuff on the back end. For this one, the lemon stuff was really, really strong, kind of like a, a sweet and then sour on the back end part of it. I don't know that the buds were super impressive or anything like that. Moisture was like a little bit on the dry side, but nothing offensive or anything really bad. It's something you'd kind of expect. 
I think from um, medical cannabis, at least there's a level of dryness. I find that some of them come from particularly maybe on a first run. I'm, I'm not sure if this is a first run, but it's definitely fine in the vaporizer. No issues there whatsoever. And the scents and the flavors off of it were popping. So it's not like there's been any damage done or any excessive drying. The buds themselves had a little bit of bounce back, but not as much as I'd like to see. There was no popcorns, but no heroes. So everything was kind of um, in between and not a lot of stick overall. So uh, I was pretty satisfied with it, but it's not like you're going to get wowed by the bag appeal or, or anything like that. Uh, for me, what was more interesting was the flavors and the aromas that were coming off of it because the scents just hit me out of the jar right away. Not as strong as some of the other things that are out there, but it, there was no muting. You know, a lot of those legal cannabis products have that kind of muted flavoring to it. And uh, this didn't have that. It was on point for that. And it tasted exactly like it smelled, which is something we really liked. So me being looking for uh, a lemony cultivar, I think this is a nice one. I may have to try their lemon cheese too, to give it a full comparison. I, I did go with this one because statistically, and I know we're not really buying on statistics, but we we don't really have any option. So the lemon cheese one uh, had like a 2% bump in THC. So that's why I chose to go with that one over the other phenotype that they have out there. So given that I like this one so much, I think that I will try the other one. And maybe this one might make its way into the rotation because I haven't found anything that's been doing it for me from the lemony side. But that said, the pricing pricing at regular price isn't so great jc medicinal i mean it's not offensive or anything like that we're not talking like the whistler or quest go fuck yourself category of pricing but five grams of this was 50 bucks at regular price uh, i got it at 35 percent off so with a, a healthy deal definitely something that i'd be willing to purchase at 10 bucks a gram i'm kind of like mm, maybe frequently but we'll see given that there's not a lot of other offerings like this that i've been enjoying We'll see. The lineage on this one is a super lemon haze and Exodus cheese, both strains I really enjoy. They make a baby that I also enjoy, which is not very surprising at all. We're looking at the 20%, 20.07% THC on this bad boy with some negligible CBD. I did mention that this one was packaged in March of this year, so I'm pretty good on those statistics. It's a sativa dominant hybrid, and I know we, we try to be mindful of using that narrative when we're talking about cannabis but it definitely hit leaned toward the sativa kind of vibe that you would expect kind of a a rushy kind of head buzz a lot of euphoria a lot of positivity it didn't push itself into that anxiety zone for me so it wasn't overwhelming in any sense but it gave me kind of a good rush and uh, a good excitement i really liked this after hopping out of the shower it gave me some kind of get up and go and willingness to kind of rock out a little bit before i hit the microphone to record this episode so I definitely think that it's one you might enjoy. I haven't given it the coffee and cannabis test yet, but it's something that I'm going to have to line up because I feel like those two could be making for a great combination. So overall, I'd say if you see the lemon cheese out there, it's worth a buy. I'm not so sure that you want to dive in at a five gram investment right off the hop, but if you're on their medical platform, you can find it at a deal. I'd say it's worthwhile uh, for 10 bucks a gram. You probably want to start smaller. I know in a lot of cases, it's hard to find uh, like samplers or tasters. And realistically, a lot of the one gram lots that get put out there are absolute shit. Like it's very hard to find any 
decent cannabis in a one gram lot anywhere, but that's the way that the industry is, is kind of leaning. And I don't really know why I think maybe the, they prefer the smaller sizes to go into the pre-rolls or something so that they can hide uh, some of the flaws in the cannabis perhaps. In any case, lemon cheese is worthwhile and I think it's worth your attention and give it a look if it's something that you think might be right for you. So thanks for listening to episode 68 of the Adult Cannabis Enthusiast Podcast. Uh, I'm glad to be back after a short break. I hope you guys all had a wonderful 420 out there. Watch for me on Twitter spaces. If you want to hit me up on social media, I'm at acannabispod on both Twitter and Instagram, although the Instagram is a little dark because I don't really know how to use that platform very well. If you're looking to listen to the show on an alternate listening platform, we're hosting it at acannabispod.podbean.com, and they also push it out wherever you get your podcast fixed from, so you can pretty much see it anywhere. Thanks again for listening, everybody. I hope you're having a wonderful time. Stay safe, stay healthy, take care of yourselves. And I'll see you next week.